Hello, this is your Reverend Dr. Edwina Perrin coming on with what? Hashtag there is a word. Hashtag there is a word. I hope you all are having a great day. Hope you're having a great Tuesday. I hope that you are enjoying this beautiful weather. It was a little cool this morning. So we know that fall is in the air. Yes, it is. I'm so excited. So excited tonight to continue our topic, our series on redeem from rejection. I received so many, so many um, calls and so many text messages. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you so much. I thank you so much um, for that. I thank you for watching it. As y'all know, this is hashtag there's a word anniversary. It's our fifth anniversary. Yay! Fifth anniversary, fifth anniversary. So I'm so excited about that. And because you all send text messages, because you respond in YouTube, because you DM me, because you call me, I know that it's because of you that I have been on for five years. Glory to God. Thank you. Thank you so much. But I do need you to do me a favor. I need you to do me a favor. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel, Divine and God Ministries, because I hope to be able to transfer from Facebook to YouTube, okay? So I want to move from um, Facebook and just go totally YouTube um, eventually. So with that being said, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go su subscribe to the YouTube channel, Divine and God Ministries God. I am tongue twisted. Um, so I'm so excited. I greatly appreciate you all. I greatly appreciate, especially those that go and catch the replay. I greatly appreciate you all catching the replay. Those that follow me on my podcast, I'm on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, all of those platforms. You know what? I just give God the glory. I just, <laughs> you know what? Um, back in the old church, they say he saw fit. I'm just excited he saw fit to use a vessel like me, a wretch undone. Good God from Zion. I'm so excited that he used me. This is our anniversary. Also, guess what? It is, if you notice the background of me, it is my fifth anniversary of Passionate About Pink. I am so excited. Passionate About Pink is this October the 14th. Listen, okay. Now, all these people that reached out to me, all these people that DM me, I need you to help me support Passionate About Pink. Do me a favor. Can you bless the people? Can you bless the many women and men, because men get breast cancer. Can you bless them by sowing a seed? I would greatly appreciate it. If you sow a seed, sow a seed to make sure we continue to fight against breast cancer um and not just breast cancer any cancer but i especially do breast cancer because i'm following my mama's legacy because she worked with american cancer society over 25 years so i want to keep her legacy alive so yes go join you can use that link um that's up there or either i have the link down there you can lift up the link Right there, you can lift that link and go to Linktree, Dividing God Ministries, and then I have other links on there that you can see. The first one should be Passionate About Pink. I have been working and doing some things, so I hope I didn't change the order about that. Now, 
Let's go here. If you're on Facebook, like, comment, and share. You know what? I'm finding out a lot of y'all be watching me, but y'all never comment and never share. Oh, come on, y'all. Come on. I need you to like, comment, and share. Like, comment, and share. I greatly would appreciate it. Greatly appreciate it on Facebook and then on YouTube, as I said. Subscribe. Do me a favor. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Not only subscribe, click that notification bell so that you will be able to uh, be notified when there is a video uploaded. There are some things on YouTube that are not on Facebook. So make sure you subscribe so you get that notification bell. Um, and you'll hear go ding, and then you will get the latest information and videos and all of that things. All right. So tonight we're going to finish up. We're going to finish up our um, topic um, tonight. We're going to finish up that, um, how to recover from rejection. Um, the series is called Redeem from Rejection. So let us pray. Father God, we thank you, God. You're so awesome. You're so wonderful. God, I thank you today for just so many blessings, so many things you've done, so many things that you have used to heal my heart, so many people that have reached out to me to help me in this healing process. God, thank you so much for the subscribers. Thank you for so much for this platform that allow me to give the word. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I give you glory. I give you honor because you are so worthy to be praised. God, forgive me for anything that I have done that is not like on you, like that's not like you, God. Please forgive me, God. And I ask that you right now cleanse me, purify me to allow me to deliver this word. God, I have had so many people to reach out to me and say they needed this word. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. I thank you. I love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. All right. So how to recover from rejection. And we're doing the Redeem from Rejection series. All right. So now let's go here. I talked about last week. On last week, I talked about two things. One, I talked about the fact that Jesus was rejected. Okay. He's rejected from um his family members. He was rejected from his community. Um, I was very vulnerable and I shared some things and that I dealt with rejection, some past traumas. I shared with those. And you know what? Those are my traumas. And so guess what? I can't minister to you all if I am not willing to be transparent about things because we have so many preachers, pastors, they want to preach, but they never are honest to the people that know, you know, I had this struggle. I, I you know, so yeah, I have to remember this is a global ministry. This is not just a local ministry. So this is on YouTube, Facebook. I mean, you know, and then don't depend on who shares. Um, so I say all that to say is I am here to help people. I call myself hashtag real preacher. Guess what? If you don't like it, I'm sorry, because there are people that truly need to see me be vulnerable as I deliver these messages that God has given me. So tonight we're going to wrap up our series. We're going to wrap up the series, uh, redeemed by rejection and how we recover. So we talked about those things last week. Okay. So now I'm going to give you the scriptures that we're going to be using. So I put them all up there so you can go ahead and get the scriptures while I'm teaching, because I don't want this to be long lessons. I want to give you the word 
And I want you to go back and study the scriptures so that you can get a better understanding, okay? So that you can get a better understanding and knowing what the word said. Just don't take my word for my, I need you to study, all right? All right, again, thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody that's catching a replay as I get into this lesson. All right, so your scriptures are on there, um, how to recover from rejection, how to recover from rejection. Okay, so now the next thing we're going to talk about, Jesus, re watch this. Oh my God, some people are going to shout on this. Jesus faced rejection from people who once claimed to love him. Oh my God. They claimed they loved him. They rejected him. Watch this. They lied. They said, oh, we love you. Oh, we're going to be your ride or die. Oh, I'm going to be here by your side. And guess what? They rejected. So the first scripture I put on there, I said, go to John, um, the 13th chapter, the 21st verse. Okay. In this particular chapter, and you probably want to read the chapter before, which is 12, 13, and the chapter after. Okay. So this particular scripture is talking about Judas. I need y'all to put in the comment screen if you've ever had to deal with a Judas. Oh my God. I need you to say, I've had to deal with a Judas. I have, that's hashtag, there's a word. I've had to deal with a Judas. Good God from Zion. Oh God. We all somewhere in our life have dealt with a Judas. They's like, oh, I love you. You my friend. You this, you that. Oh girl, I got you. Homeboy, I got you. Dude, we good. We got, I got you. And then only for them to go back and tell what they have helped you with. Good God from Zion. Only to go spread, girl. You know, I had to loan her $5 last week. Man, you know what? I had to pay his light bill. Him and his wife driving his G-Wagon. Good God, let me go there. Driving his G-Wagon and couldn't even pay their light bill. Well, that's probably why they couldn't pay their light bill because they both got a G-Wagon. Oh, shandadada. I just want to talk about that. Jesus faced rejection from people who once claimed to love him. Judas. I'm only going to talk about Judas. You can go to the Bible and look at other things. Gosh, gosh, just we reject Jesus when we sin. We, all of us, me included, we, we reject Jesus when we sin. We say we love it. Oh, we love you. I love you, love with all my heart. Then you go and sin. <sighs> then I go and sin. Watch that. How look, we reject Jesus, but I'm only going to focus on Judas tonight because some things, you know, I just had to check myself because I started writing a list in my journal. I'm like, oh, Jesus, I rejected you when I did this. Jesus, I rejected you when I did that. Watch this. Go in your journal and start doing the things that you know that rejected. Watch this. That rejected Jesus. After you said, I love them. You sit in praise and worship. I love you, Lord. Mm, with all my heart. Uh-huh. And then we reject him. Okay. We, all of us, nobody is exempt from that because Romans 3 and 23 said, we all have sinned and come short of the glory. Good God from Zion. So watch this. You got Judas. Anybody work with a Judas? Oh my God. That's hashtag. There's a word. I need, I need y'all to use the hashtag. There is a word. Anybody work with a Judas? Anybody live with a Judas sleeping with the enemy? Don't you put that in the comment screen because I don't want you to share that. <laughs> Anybody ever dated a Judas? Good God. Anybody got a Judas in their family? I want to talk about that. So here, watch this. Um, Judas betrayed him. Watch this. Peter denied him. Good God from Zion. But guess what? Jesus already knew this. This was not like he didn't know this, all right? 
but his humanness, the human part of him still experienced hurt. That's why Jesus know when we are hurt. He knows because he experienced it. the human side of him experienced the hurt with Judas betraying him for some money. And Peter denied him three times. Y'all, you know what? That's a whole nother subject on Peter now. Watch this. So Jesus was in trouble in, uh, in his spirit. His spirit was troubled. Y'all ever heard y'all grandma and great grandma say, my spirit is a little troubled by, by this. My spirit is troubled. Or your grand, granddaddy said, my spirit is a little troubled. Well, Jesus' spirit was troubled, okay? He was troubled. And if you go and read John the 13th chapter, 21st verse, think about this. Jesus had just washed the guy's feet. Earlier, if you go back in the earlier verses, he had just washed his feet. Oh my God. Watch this. He washed his feet because it was a symbolism that he was getting ready to lay down his life for him. For Judas. Watch this. Peter, who professed his love and commitment to Jesus more than any of the other ones, any of the other disciples, okay? He rejected him um, as an association. Oh, I don't know him. And it was just a few hours. I don't know them. So Peter rejected him. <laughs> oh my God. Just a few hours before he was getting ready to go to cross. Or sorry, I said it wrong. And um, it was just a matter of hours that he would reject Jesus. Judas rejected Jesus. Watch this. After Jesus had washed his feet. Okay, so we have to be very discerning of people who say they love us. That's why you got to be careful who you bring in your inner circle. Everybody can't be in your tribe because guess what? They will reject you. They will love you one minute and reject you the next. If you're not discerning of their motives, I'm not saying everybody is bad. What I'm saying is, you have to be discerning because some people rejection cause so much trauma until it's hard to bounce back. Some people's uh, rejection of you, it hurts so bad, people take their lives because they've been rejected. So I say that like we have to be discerning. Y'all, I talk so much about discerning or being or, or, um, discernment. You need to study that in the Bible. If I'm telling you, that's one of the main topics that you need to, dis, to study about discernment. So Jesus was rejected by people he once loved. Now, I need you to go and talk about this in your journal, not with us, because you don't tell your business. Who rejected you but said they love you? Here's the key thing to that. You still have to be godly and forgive them. So I shared about my trauma and, you know, some high school trauma. And that's my trauma. And most people say you need to get over it. But sometimes certain other aspects of things in my life, it'll trigger that. And it'll make me go like, ooh, I dealt with that. Not going back down that road. So let me tell you this. You still have to forgive. You have to forgive people. Even when you've been rejected, you have to forgive them because you don't want to go to hell. Hell is real. Do I need, do I need to teach on hell? Because I don't think some people say hell is real. You have to, look, 
okay, I'm being vulnerable because I told you I want y'all to get this. I have to forget, I have to continue in my mind, forgive my biological father, my sperm donor, if you want to call it. He died without at the age of 49 without without ever saying anything to me over some foolishness. And to this day, it blows my mind that he wasn't man enough to do what he was supposed to do. It's, it's amazing, amazing how we allow people's opinions to cause us to reject other people. I tell y'all all the time, people's opinions are not your policy. Stop listening to people. Stop letting people blow your head about certain people. You know, um, my mom was often blackballed in my hometown. McCormick, I'm just going to put it out there. My mom was very vocal about things. She just was. She was vocal and sometimes a little boisterous with her vocal opinion. And so because she was like that, people in McCormick would lie on her and say she said some stuff when she wouldn't even say it that. But because people knew her to be vocal and she would voice her mind and voice her opinion, they abused it. That's why it kind of it kind of like blew my mind the number of people that was at my mama's funeral. Okay, I'm telling y'all, I'm being, I'm being honest because I want to help y'all understand this. It kind of blew my mind when I, I can remember some face. I'm like, what? You ain't even like my mom. What really blew my mind is when they came to the memorial service. I can name three people from McCormick right now that came to my mama's memorial service that I'm like, you didn't even like her. You rejected my mama. And you here? Like, really? So I say all that to say this. You have to be mindful. You cannot forgive them. I just haven't forgot. Does that make sense? I forgive them because I'm not going to hell for you because you ain't that important for me to go to hell. I have forgiven some of those people that came to my mama's memorial service and funeral because I'm like, why are you here? You didn't even like her. I forgive them because I'm not going to hell. They're not worth me going to hell over, okay? So you deal with that kind of stuff. Oh my God. So people at once, they say they love you, but then, you know, they'll talk behind you. Or either because you was vocal on something, then a person will take a spread of rumor, then other people start rejecting and they don't even know why they rejecting you because they listen to somebody else. That's why you can't listen to secondhand information. Booyah, Jesus Christ. I'm trying to help y'all and I'm, and I'm helping myself heal. You cannot be listening to secondhand information because you'll reject somebody off what somebody else said or how somebody else feel and you don't even know the whole story. Hashtag there's a word. Y'all need to put hashtag there's a word right there. Hashtag there's a word. All right, next thing. Watch this. Jesus faced rejection by his father or from his father. Jesus re faced rejection from his father. Okay, now watch this. Jesus got arrested. It was a very sorrowful time. So Jesus got arrested. Go read Matthew 26, chapter the 38 verse. So he got arrested. He was in such anguish that he started sweating blood. Oh, my God. He was sweating blood. He was in so much anguish. Go look at Luke, the 22nd chapter, the 44th verse. Go look at that. So he started sweating blood. Now, watch this. He sweat blood. Watch this. I think this is not, this is Edwina-ism. I think he sweated because he thought about the pain and the agony that he was getting ready to go through. Um, he knew that he was approaching the pain of going to the cross. 
Um, so here he's restricted, he's rejected by his father because the question he asked was um this. Well, let's go back to this. So as he hung on the cross, let me make sure I say this. As he hung on the cross, dying, Jesus cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You can find that in Matthew, the 27th chapter, the 46th verse. That's also in Psalm 22. I didn't put that in the verse, but it's in Psalm 22 as well. So he was jacked. It's interesting. Watch this. It's so interesting that Jesus didn't ask this. He didn't say, why am I in, so, in such pain? He didn't say, why do I have to endure this? He asked, why have you forsaken me? Oh, my God. Why? Why, God? Why have you forsaken my own father? So watch this. <laughs> Which brings me to a point. Sometimes, y'all, we take Christ died on the cross for us. We take it for granted. We overlook sometimes what Jesus did for us. We overlook what Jesus did for us sometimes. We all do. I just said we all sin. I don't care. Preacher, pastor, bishop, archbishop, elder, whatever. We all sin. Come on, y'all. You got to be transparent and honest. So here we go. So Jesus, you know, sweated blood, go to the cross, hang there. He asked God, why have you forsaken me? A question I had to ask myself the other day. Why have I forsaken you, Jesus, in this moment? Because there was a situation going on at work. And um, my thoughts, my thoughts can give you in a pause. That's why I say we all sin. Some people say, oh, I don't lie. I don't do this. But your thoughts, your thoughts are dangerous. So my thoughts was dangerous on dealing with a person at work. And I was like, Jesus, cleanse me, purify me, created me in a new heart, a clean heart, and renewing me a right spirit. I told you I'm the preacher and I have to do that. What make you think preachers, pastors, bishops, archbishops, elders, all of them are obsolete? I'm just going to go here. We don't like to talk about that, though. See, I like to be real raw and relevant. So that was a question I had to ask. I had to say, why? Have I forsaken Jesus sometimes? Just saying. So we have these things right here. So now about being redeemed from rejection. The first thing you got to, one, ask God for forgiveness. Ask God to help you forgive yourself for some stuff. Ask God to forgive you for the sin that you fell short on. Um, rejection is significant, uh, a significant source of a lot of our pain a lot of our pain is rejection um but it's so sweet the sweet sweet spirit of jesus to know that he died for us that he died for us but he got up with all power in his hand and the fact that he got up with all power we have power in our hands we have powers. Go read Luke, the 10th chapter, 19 verse. It says we have power to tread scorpions. Oh, my God. So because Jesus had this power, we got this power. And that's why we have to remember this. So it and in, the, in Luke 10, Luke, yeah, Luke 10 and 19, it says, I have given you authority 
to trample over snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. That's Luke, the 10th chapter, the uh, 19th through the 20th verse. So first, we have to ask God to help us forgive ourselves, forgive and, and say, God, forgive me. We got to surrender, surrender for that. And watch this. Um, <laughs> we have to remember sin entered the world because two people rejected God. Y'all know who those two people were, Adam and Eve. Then in turn, they faced, God's eternal rejection, which means we were also placed under the curse of separation from his favor and abound to his wrath. That's why we have to ask for forgiveness. Okay. Learn to ask for forgiveness. Watch this. So in wrapping this up, Jesus redeemed us from this curse because he went to the cross. Okay. He redeemed us because he went to the cross and with him going to the cross, and taking on our sins that we can go and um, confess our sins and ask for forgiveness, then because he's done it, he, he, he redeemed us. He bought it back. He bought back. He, he accepted. He accepted all our sins on his shoulders on that cross. He accepted. He chose to take our sins to the cross. Sins that we know we've done and sins that we don't know we're going to do in the future. So he took all of that. And so we have a spirit of adoption. That's what I want you to understand. You are sonship, a spirit of adoption. He adopted us because of that, because he took our sins, because he went to that cross. He went such a treacherous death. So guess what? That's how we know we've been redeemed. Bought by price. Good God from Zion. So go read Romans, uh, the 8th chapter, the 15th verse. Go read that. And watch this. Because he bought us from, uh, bought us back, chose to take it back, accepted our past sins and our future sins. Watch this. I want you to go to Romans, the 8th chapter, and I want you to look at verses 38 to 39. Romans, the eighth chapter, verses 38 to 39. And I want to read this to you. Um, and I want you to read, listen to this. It says, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, nor any, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height or death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. God loves us so unconditionally. He gave up his only begotten son, Jesus. He sacrificed his only son for us. So what I need us all to do is to remember that nothing can separate us. Once you confess, I, I tell people, Romans 10 and 9, confess with that mouth that Jesus is Lord, that he died for us. But guess what? He got, he died for us. He got up with all power. But guess what? He coming back. So when he cracked the sky, you want to be caught up. You want to be caught up with that. You want to be caught up with Jesus. Hell is real, y'all. 
Hades is real. Don't let people tell you it's not. Read the Bible for yourself. Study the Bible for yourself. Go to Bible study. Study the word for yourself and ask God to give you clarity. God, give me clarity. God, send people around me that I can learn the word from, okay? So Romans 38 and 39 says, nothing can separate us from the love of God. And I want you to know, no rejection. How do you recover from rejection? Knowing that. If you ask God to forgive you, ask God to forgive them and work through the process of it. Watch this. And there's nothing wrong with going to therapy. I tell y'all all the time. I got three. I got a psychiatrist that prescribes medicine, a psychologist on a 911 and a therapist I go once a month. That's what's wrong with some of us. We too shame and too prideful to go. But we'll say we don't lie because you think lying is a sin, but being prideful is a sin. Some of us so so traumatized from some stuff that happened in our early years, what we try to do, we live in the comfort of the denial. We live in the comfort of denial. If I don't acknowledge it, I don't have to deal with it. And that's why I was vulnerable last week. That's why I was vulnerable this week. We live in the comfort of denial. Something, some, some of us know that we got family members that was raped, touched, molested, and we look the other way. I'm not going to deal with that because I feel like if I look the other way, I don't have to address it. And you live in the comfort of denial. We got family members that we know we know that they ain't our aunt, but they our sister. But the family won't address it. I just said something right there. But we won't address it. Living in the dark. So you live in the comfort of denial. But yet you'll say, I don't see it. That's a sin if you living in that buffoonery, that foolishness, and y'all haven't cleared the air. They calling you, that's your uncle and that's your brother. But I come to tell you, you can be redeemed from rejection. I'm telling you, go study these scriptures. Go study this word. Know that this, know this, know that God loves us. God loves us. Oh, my God. Whew. He loves us. And you have to know that. So tonight, go back, watch the replay. I want you to journal. I want you to share this. I, I want us to just start just like telling the enemy, like we're not going to allow this to take us out. We're not going to, um, what's the word? We're not going to commit suicide over the rejection. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do those things. So I just want you to know that God loves you, okay? Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you just thanking you for another day, thanking you for life, health, and strength. God, you've been so good to us, and God, we just give you glory and honor. God, we just give you praises. We give you praises because you know what? You woke us up. You started us on our way, God, and we know that you will continue to heal us. You will continue to deliver us, God. God, you saw fit for us. You saw fit for us to just Oh, Jesus, to give you worship, to thank you, and for all that you do for us, for healing our hearts, for keeping us and delivering us from all these things that the enemy has tried to deal with in our mind, in our hearts, and in our souls. God, cleanse us, purifies, us, detox us, Lord God. 
God, give us a spiritual laxative to get rid of all of these things right now in the name of Jesus. God, we declare and decree that we shall recover from the rejection. We shall be redeemed from the rejection, God. God, we will not allow this to destroy our life, but destroy our seeds. Our children, our children's children, children's children, children. God, and you know what? We're going to counteract the generational curses with generational blessings. Because God, when we deal with these things, our we can have generational blessings over our seed. And so, Father, we thank you right now. We just glorify you, God. God, we love you. We adore you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. Listen. Thank you so much. I hope you have enjoyed this two-week series. I hope you have enjoyed this series. Listen, do me a favor, share this. Facebook, like, comment, and share. And continue, continue, um, continue with this. Um, and the scriptures are down there. Remember, this is our fifth anniversary. Listen, let me tell you something. If you want to help us celebrate Divine and God Ministries, if this ministry blessed us, sow a seed of $5. Oh my God, sow a seed of $5. I heard God say that. Sow a seed of $5. If this ministry is blessing you, sow a seed of $5 because this is our fifth year anniversary. You can sow a seed by cash app, dollar sign dividing God. You can do um, Zelle. You can do PayPal. So any of those, sow a seed of $5. If this ministry bless you, this is our fifth year, okay? Listen, I love you. Thank you to all those catching a replay. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, you are so worthy. You are so worthy. Know that you are worthy and know that the God you serve is worthy, okay? All right, I love you. Have a glorious night and give grace to receive grace. I'll holler back at you soon. Bye-bye.